What? What? That's that's his that's his mic check. That's how he checks his mic. Is anybody here named Mike? Actually, no? yes. Oh, <laughs> mic check complete. We have one. All right, all right. Now, now that now it's echoing again. What's what's going on? Yeah. What are you doing, Teflon? Done. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Listen up, everybody. It's I'm loose. turning my no. volume down on my headset, so maybe that might help. Hey, remember, right. it's my old headset that's broken. I know. So I, have I know. I know. Only one ear that fits I'm over not... my head. The other one hangs down. By my... I'm not trying to give Nobody you a hard time. Cares. It just makes it really hard to talk when we can hear <laughs> ourselves back like a second later. Okay. I, I'm trying. I know, man. I know. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Everybody listen up. It's the Loose Screws podcast. I'm Commander J on tracks. And um, today my daughter told me that you can't jinx a YouTube video. So I thought that you was important information to pass on. Um, somebody tell me what the date is. This is, ep- wait, I'm going to say episode numbers like Chig always does. This do is I episode do 170. We're recording on Feb. You do. I and I never I did. did. Huh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this is episode 170. It's February 6th. It's 2023. It's 3309. Oh, I didn't get it's, me very well yelled at at all. Uh, it's 3309. All right. <laughs> Is that metric time? <laughs> Imagine metric time. That would be bonkers. I don't know. I think the metric system, nope, nope. I think the imperial measurement is uh, was destroyed in World War III. Uh, so <laughs> it, it, it definitely is metric time then. <laughs> Did you All get right. that from your history calendar? I got that from, uh, I got that completely out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right well uh yeah so anyway i said some of the intro already and i forgot which part i said so what's up what's up joining me tonight is commander teflon how you doing hey what's up all right and commander nurgle is also here Woo-hoo. yay and commander lieutenant commander data <laughs> hello everybody and also commander chig God damn it. Why was last week's episode called Recreationally Indignant? What did I miss? I was on that show and I don't remember. That's what somebody (laughs) wrote at the top of the notes, and when I got to it for post-production, that's what I copied down. You missed the entire conversation in general chat where we thought that was a thing. I wasn't here, so I can't be blamed. All right. (laughs) Use the search feature. Go back and find it. I I wrote It's like a week old now. You can't go that far back. Yeah, it's like Trax says, scroll up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do say that. All right. I do say that. I do say the words. I say those words. Well, um, everything's been moving right along, I suppose. How, how's everybody been for this past week? And <laughs> we have a show title already. Let's start at the top. Chig, what you been up to, my friend? Um, more of the 3D printing stuff. I hope that's not coming through my mic because it's running like five feet from me here. Maybe <laughs> the whiz and the that's kind of what it sounds like. Um, other than that, I think I logged into game once. Um, did we fight aliens last week? We sure did. 
Oh yeah, I showed up in a Corvette like a fucking maroon. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah, that was that was rough. When everybody's in like like chieftains and and challengers and and crates, and I'm in a Corvette, and you guys are cold orbiting, I just can't keep up. It's fucking lame. So I just <laughs> I'm like, I'll catch up eventually, guys. So yeah, don't yeah don't bring a big ship to. to uh, uh, Cyclops interceptor killing night. Uh, well, what we'll call it what it is. <laughs> Cyclops killing nights. You're supposed um, to just. Yeah. You're supposed to just go sit in its face and tank the damage while the rest of us Gross. shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, down that that, I hopped on Mech Warrior online for like I don't know ten minutes and realized there was a bunch of keybinds and stuff that I didn't know. So I just said I'll come back to this later because I didn't want to hurt my brain. And um, that's it. Yeah, I, I, hopefully I get a chance to play some. And I'm, I've been like falling behind in Discord because I've been so freaking busy at work. I can't check it like 15 times a day. I, I <laughs> check it like in the morning before I go to work. Then I get home from work and there's like, you know, 400 messages. It's like, God damn it. So I, I got to get yeah. better at somehow keeping up with all the chatter you guys have going on. But I've been feeling up. your lack of presence a little bit, man. Well, yeah, because usually during the day I can jump in there here and there and and participate in the conversation. But now, by the time I get on, the conversation has reached conclusion, and I, you know, it feels <laughs> it feels weird to drop a meme on something that was said six hours earlier. You know, it just doesn't work. So, yeah, that's 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 been my life. Cool. Very good. Very good. Data, how you been? Hey, I'm doing all right. Been playing my. <clears throat> I. Actually, don't think I played Elite any surprise. Still on <gasps> Spider Man and Hollow Knight. Still two two good games, and I've spent a little bit of time in Mech Warrior Online, playing a little bit with Hate and uh, J Man Creeps. I think is it the sounds other right. F- fellow. It and sounds like a moderate time Discord person. Yep, yep. <laughs> medium, medium time, yeah. But it's it's fun. It's definitely something you, you have a lot more fun playing with a group of friends. No. Uh, um, I'll have to get some of those. Yeah, that's the challenge. But yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Okay. It's a free game, free to play, so low uh, sweet low commitment try yeah is that the one that has a, a vr mod or is that macquarie five five, five. No. yeah I bought you guys both. have fun i bought the free one and then i and then i bought the other Wait, one you bought the free one for i how bought much the free money? one i bought it for all the free all the free monies in the world he, he sent me a modest fee and i sent him the link to download it from steam <laughs> that was nice of him <laughs> Data always helping out. Uh, service yeah. is rendered. Yeah. <laughs> you son of a bitch. But yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, what Hate and I were talking about, it's not like a, you know, twitchy first person shooter. You got you got some health to you because you're in a big giant robot suit, so you can take a few hits and keep going and fight back. And it takes time to die, which I like <laughs> because I'm not any good. Right. Right. So yeah. That's what I've been into. Sweet. Um, Mr. Sir Nurgle, uh, has Mardi Gras ended? Because I saw you last night, so I think the answer is yes. 
No, 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 no. No. We, oh. This is this was the first weekend of Mardi Gras, so there's there's a today and tomorrow are my last nights of freedom before two weeks of oh. nonstop. Hasn't started yet. Well, Friday and Saturday there were yeah. there were parades, but yeah, they're just kicking off. The next parade actually starts uh, Thursday night. Wednesday we'll have a big planning session. So th- today and tomorrow are my last free days. Use pretty much until March first. It's going to be uh, fun, wow. fun. We've already <laughs> had we've already had drunks arrested and half naked women running down streets, and Wait, we're only what? on day two. Sweet. That so was just woke up. That was that, that sounds was about just part Saturday of the night. Yeah, that was just Saturday night. So, the really wild stuff hasn't hit yet. Love my job. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this why you you almost quit every year? Yes. Or is it a different thing? <laughs> okay. No, it's it's, and I, despite the fact that I have. I'm born and raised in Mobile, and other than a few years when I was in college, I've lived here my whole life. I was apparently born without the Mardi Gras gene. It does <laughs> nothing. It does nothing for me. And I, I've, as I have told my boss what is- every year, that they could end the practice of Mardi Gras right now, and it would be sometime in the 2030s before I noticed. You know, the <laughs> last time I went to Mardi Gras that did not involve me working was like 1986. You're old. Yeah, get over it. <laughs> what exactly <laughs> does the Mardi Gras gene produce in a person? I want. Uh, it yeah, produces what, what a tolerance for Mardi for? Gras. <laughs> yeah, it it codes for a tolerance for Mardi Gras, which I do not have. <laughs> Although I will say that if you can somehow get on a balcony somewhere and watch Mardi Gras, is the best people watching you will ever have. But to actually be in it, I would rather have a kidney removed in an alley. Hmm. I will second that on the people watching, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Which is the only redeeming quality of me having do, to be involved in it. I do get to do some people watching. Do you have the big uh, – the people set up the big high chairs along the parades? I've heard about those from a guy from New Orleans. You know what I'm talking I about? I heard about it too. I have not seen any, but I, but I'm also, you know, I don't go down bef- when the parades are actually going on, and I'm in a crowd of vehicles behind the parade, so they may have taken them down by the time I get there. Yeah. Hmm. So is this Fun. like just a really tall lawn chair? I don't have a picture like, in my head. Like like big lifeguard chairs. Uh, okay. People put their kids up into, I guess. Maybe someone listening is from the bayou and can fill <laughs> us in here. But he showed this guy showed me a picture, and it looks like really dangerous, like a ten foot tall chair. <laughs> put your kid up in. <laughs> well, maybe they're just really tiny people, and the chairs are normal sized. I've yeah, never been uh, to New Orleans, yeah. so I don't know. <laughs> Possible. <laughs> You're not missing much. <laughs> Sorry for all the New Orleans people out there, and I know oh. we have a few, but you're missing some really good food. Yeah, I mean, from all this talk, people put their kids up in these chairs, I guess, because this is appropriate children's entertainment. It makes it easier for their, them to be beamed in the face with beads, oh. or to see their first glance of boobs. 
I thought we yeah, just right yeah, on. Yeah, there is that. Well, I've seen boobs before. I'm sure most Everybody's of the kids seen anyway. boobs. But but oh, instead man. of beads, they just need to throw craft singles at babies' faces. That's what you do, isn't it? Yeah. Cheese <laughs> them. Cheese them. <laughs> you want to put me in a good mood? Throw cheese on people. There's, oh, man. There's, there's all sorts that of just stuff tickles flying. Me. Yeah. There's all sorts of stuff flying at Mardi Gras. I have seen weirder stuff come back stuck to the side of trucks. <laughs> okay, gross. <laughs> They're cheesing trucks over there. Oh, I, no, Wait, I, have no, seen, I want examples. Don't go past that. I, I have seen craft singles thrown at Mardi Gras. Excellent. Yeah. Last night, one of the trucks behind me uh, came back in with a pair of panties attached to the uh, the antenna. So <laughs> they got flung fine. there somehow. Or the antenna just swiped them off somebody in a hype chair. <laughs> <laughs> which is entirely possible. But, it is Mardi Gras. That's totally plausible that that could I have mean, happened. Because you, you, you have to understand that you know, most of the parades are rolling at 6.30, 7 o'clock at night to start. The actual parade is 45-ish minutes long. So those people that by the time that parade rolls at, say, 7 o'clock, they've loaded that float which was a big party. They were at a party the night before, so they woke up that day at like 10 o'clock and started drinking. <laughs> and then they went to the float party and they ate and they drank some more. And then they loaded the float and they ate and they drank some more. So by the time that float rolls out, all of them are shit-faced drunk. And yeah, the say, by holding, the time the parade starts, everybody's been drinking yeah. for minimum for, four hours. Yeah, usually eight, but a minimum of four. And the only thing holding most of them in that float is a belt. <laughs> um, people, people fall out of floats all the time because they are so drunk, they cannot stand up. And those are the people who are actually, quote unquote, working in a parade. Those are the people who have paid thousands of dollars to stand on that float and try to bean people with beads. They have Can to you, pay to be on the floats? Oh, yeah. The, the, it's basically a big for, uh, fraternity, sorority, whatever you want to call it. They, they pay mm. thousands of dollars to be members. All the things they're throwing, they paid for themselves. Plus building the floats and everything else. Um, it is a, it's a modern-day fraternity slash sorority slash clubhouse whatever with a huge entry fee, basically. But they're completely shit-faced drunk by the time that parade rolls. And that's the people who are on the float. You can't imagine what the crowd is like. Because the crowd has probably been there, like on a weekend, that crowd will have been there through several <coughs> parades already. <laughs> How many parades uh, take place during Mardi Gras? How many? Yeah. Uh, there's 22... Days of parading. Some of those have multiple okay. parades in them, and then there are multiple this. cities that have parades. So I okay. I, not... I, I I hate parades. I don't know why. I just do. Just, me I and just you both hate hate parades. You know, like my daughter when she was in Girl Scouts and they were going to be in the parade or the Christmas City the North Parade they do in town here, and she's playing flute, and I'm like, I'm not going to it. I don't go to parades. Parades suck. Knowing that there's that many parades down there, Jesus Christ! Can we get another Katrina, please? Wait, oh, too soon. <laughs> oh, oh, too soon. No. no, 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 disavow, no, no. disavow. Yeah. No, 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 no. Chig, walk that back. But my but, favorite Family Guy joke is like, Dad, what's that? 
that well son that's a that's an, an exhibit of the lost city of new orleans <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a terrible joke but it's it was i it well, caught me so off guard i couldn't help but laugh but, but yeah, as as much I used as to I live down Mardi there, Gras. so I can say yeah. that. You know, as as much as I hate Mardi Gras, I do tell people all the time: if you have never experienced it, you need to come to Mobile or to New Orleans and experience it once, so no. you can make your own decision. No, I think I'm good, man. No, I'm good. That many parades. Look, man, you know, I you hate politicians go and parades equally. Don't go to Mardi Gras. Go to New Orleans for the food yeah. and for the haunted tours. Uh, and to see people who actually practice like voodoo and magic and oh, okay. try to cast spells on slot machines. I used to see that as a security <laughs> guard at a casino. <laughs> like, I, that is, I am not even joking. Like, that is for real. Oh, yeah, that's pretty tame. <laughs> Compared well, to coming to casino and try to cast spells on the slot machines to do to win more money. Yeah. Well, I think you've done a great job of explaining this. I knew about the audience part of it, but I feel like I know, I, I should say, I feel like I understand it. the parade people even less than I did before you yeah. started explaining. That doesn't I, mean you did yeah. a bad job. No, because I sure don't understand them. It's just stupid. Yeah. I, I agree completely. Man. Yeah. All right, Data, go. No, Data already what? went. Teflon. Yep. Oh, we're going down. Okay. We're going down today. What up? What's you? Hey, hey, man. What's what's up with you? Hey, I've hey. been here in a couple weeks. Yeah, what's uh, you? Been, I did play. I played. I played the game this week. Oh, <gasps> no kidding! What? I did. I don't think we allow that, do what, we? What? And, no, it's still uh, allowed. I was playing. I was playing with a build that Trax has dubbed the uh, the P Pentagos. The Pentagoss. Yeah. The Pentagoss. So I named my chieftain Pentagoose. <laughs> <laughs> She's toasting uh, extra goss on anything yet. How does that go? Uh, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to keep playing with it and modifying it. See what I come up with. Other than that, I just been like reading. Um, I reinstalled uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Uh, so mm -hmm. I've been messing around on that one. Um, oh, so um, funny thing that happened is um, I've never had like surround sound before. And my in-laws had this Roku bar that comes in and these Roku speakers. And like the sound bar itself is the Roku device, right? So I thought, okay. And like it was just sitting out in their, their one of their storage sheds. And I thought, do you, can I take this in and use this? Uh, and so I did. I brought it in. I hooked it up, and I got the speakers hooked up. And, like, I've never had surround sound before, and now I don't know how I'll ever live without it. <laughs> <laughs> you put it on your TV, right? Like, Yes, yes. Watch of movies like, and stuff, yeah. Yeah, and we have this big, long shelf behind our couch. Uh, and so I put this, the, the speakers at, the, at either end of that, and um, – to test it out, I had to go to uh, do my favorite movie sound in the whole world. Um, is Star Wars Episode Two when uh, Jango Fett, when Obi Wan is chasing Jango Fett through the asteroid belt, and he's dropping those seismic 
charges. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. It, the, that is yeah. like the best movie sound ever. And uh, I, I, haven't, I haven't turned it all the way up. I've only ever <laughs> turned it halfway up, and it still gets pretty loud. Oh, and another thing that I found. Um, and this may just be a thing to interest me. Uh, so there's a, a, a channel on YouTube that plays, uh, it's live 24 seven. I'm sure you've heard of lo-fi girl who plays music, uh, 24 seven. Yes. Well, there's, this one plays Viking music 24 <laughs> seven. Oh, and so I, <laughs> I found that and now I put, I put it on my Roku TV during the day, <laughs> and I'm just surrounded by Viking music in the house all day while I'm doing work around the house. <laughs> and I just leave it play all day while the kids are gone and while Sarah's working. <laughs> That's great. Why, why does this not surprise me in any way? Why should it surprise anyone? <laughs> By the way, I'm also coming up with uh, funny things to play with Midjourney right now while we're doing the podcast, and I'll post these in the Discord for anybody who wants to see them when they hear this. Uh, the current thing I'm, the current image I'm working on is I typed in Queen Victoria as an early 1900s pro wrestler, <laughs> <laughs> and the results are exactly like how it would how it sounds. Only she looks very like it looks. It looks like her character is being queen because she. It, it, you'll have to see. It's wrong. It's hilarious. You should try. And I'm like, gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do more of these. Do, do Django Fett Sonic mines exploding in cheese? I want to know what that would look like. <laughs> can an AI make that up? I'm I'm always curious what it can actually do. Yeah. I mean, you guys all saw when I did Burt Reynolds as a Mandalorian. Yeah. You can do <laughs> Chig recreationally indignant. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's I'll post a good these one. in the Discord and you I can actually, see what these look like. I actually like you could put anybody as a Mandalorian and you just put Boba Fett's helmet on him, right? And then then that's what you've got. I don't know, at, that's not at, hard at the to point create. where they're wearing the helmet, how can you tell who it is? Yeah, exactly. Well, he had his helmet he off, and I felt I felt like the down. armor was uh, pretty like yeah, unique was, for the. It was pretty spot on. Yeah, I saw that one. It, it looked like Mandalorian armor, but also pretty unique. In cool. my opinion, I have the picture here somewhere. It's on the a, Discord somewhere. Yeah, I have a folder that I oh, just search Burt Reynolds on the Discord and you'll find it. He doesn't get mentioned that often. <laughs> I'm going to change that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry. Burt Reynolds doesn't get mentioned that often. It's definitely, definitely the show. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah you're Somebody right. Somebody type you're that right. for me, please, right it. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put we'll put that in caps. Why? Oh, my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god! That made me laugh so, so hard. Funny. Like my it. back hurt. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're going to top that as a show title. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> we need some Burt Reynolds memes. Oh, God, I got tears in my eyes. Okay. Oh, now I got to do a Burt Reynolds picture of something. I got to come yeah. up with an idea for him. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, Whew. Yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, that's very much what I've been up to, uh, other than uh, reading books and doing more research things for my own project. Right on, right on. Uh, okay. Uh, well, me, I, I, I did play Elite. I, I had a wild roller coaster. I got, I got really mad on patch day <laughs> that nothing seemed to be patched, <laughs> and the only thing that was different was stuff that was broken. Um, but I Typical think I patch. ended. But I think I ended up being sort of wrong. I guess we're gonna circle around about that because I've, I've kind of come around now about it, and I know it wasn't perfect, but like, you're in the I think I was. Phase. Yeah, I, I think I was wrong about the stuff, about a few of the things that I was really kind of mad about, but I ended up, like, ending his stream on Tuesday, sort of raging out, and, like, and I'm done, and hang up the phone sort of shit, which is awful, but, um, and then I was like, I'm not playing this, and I went and played the Half-Life 2 VR mod that somebody made, which is super fun. Is it? I gotta get yeah. that. It's okay. really fun. It's wild to play a game like that with it, where the movement speed is made like an old-fashioned shooter, you know? Um, and you're in VR. You're, like, flying. <laughs> yeah, but so I mean, if you have good VR legs, you'll, you'll be fine. But Okay. Um, well, I mean, like, the original Zelda mod is pretty fucking crazy, right, too. I know. <laughs> it's bananas, the stuff people have come up with just in yeah. the last couple of months. Um, anyway, so I'm play, I was playing that for a little And then I... And I was like, I'm just, I'm going to put, I'm going to walk away from this game for a little while. I don't need something that's, why should something like this make me upset? It's stupid. It's embarrassing. I shouldn't allow something like that to make me upset, even if it is upsetting. Well, like, that's just a dumb way to be as an adult. You're and just then, not coping with it right. You need to go write an open letter when you get that upset. <laughs> Duh. Oh, God. Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> well, okay. So then, but then the next day I was like, hold on, let me, let me test, test if I'm right. And I started testing and started discovering different things and I was like, oh shit, maybe I wasn't right about this. So then I have kind of come, come back around and anyway, we're going to talk about the details of the patch later, but, um, so then I got back into it. It, What's that? Is this your YouTuber apology video podcast? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not apologizing, but I, I do think it's, probably my fault that i wasn't having fun wow is is what i is how i feel about the wait, times wait, when wait, i don't wait. have fun are you in not this case, entertained I think it was, yeah exactly so so um but then yeah we actually uh, came and played last night somebody set up god i think it was it was blooming Wind's idea Blue, yep. yeah was vulture blooming night Wind. slash slash core dynamics night but um darth Rodius, shoot, I'm afraid I got the name. Darth Rhombus was there. Rodimus, isn't it? Rodimus. Yes, like Rodimus Prime. Did you I never know, watch I, Transformers? Apparently ah. not enough. No, we've been I over wanted that to be where Rhombus. I was for that. Anyway. Um, yeah, Dude, he was there. He, Nurgle like, popped took... in for a second. All right, all right. So anyway, we, we, we flew vultures. We did bounty hunting, and, and vultures are, obviously, this is not a challenge like our our small ship nights are because vultures don't count as small ships. There yeah. was, it Very was true. ridiculous. At the end, um, at, at one point, I was like, wanted ready to 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 sign off for the night, and so I didn't want to go for another reload, and it was out of ammo. So I was like, well, I'll just finish off this clipper by ramming it, and then I just finished off the next ship, and then so on and so on. So I just played the I played another almost forty five minutes. We must have done. 
15 more ships, including wings of three with, with nothing but the class five hard point. That vulture <laughs> held up great. I, I, I can't be killed. It's just ridiculous how, how powerful a vulture is. Anyway, yeah. anyway, it was lots of fun. Um, and there were, there were a lot of ships that, I mean, you would hit them with your plasmas and take down the shield and they would fly right in front of me with my class three overcharged frags. And they would just yeah. evaporate. Yeah. It was, uh, it was like a, a lot of one, two punches going on. It was awful for them. It's absolutely terrible, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. It was good. Um, and then uh, I've decided to do a little at lunchtime today. I even hopped on a little bit and did a little surveying of um, of AX conflict zones because I want to try to understand what the uh, intensity ratings mean, and I wanted to find out how they, um, like the the ones that are around stations which don't have an intensity rating. I wanted to try to establish what the ratings mean for the behavior of the zone and. Um, the plot thickens, I guess, with the info I have so far. So we can talk about that a little bit too. Woo. So anyway, that's the story. I feel much better about the whole thing than I you did. Feel better now that you bared your soul here. Talked about how you were wrong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's, let's, so let's get into it. There's some squad briefing to do, I believe. And which of these squad briefings do I play? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Incoming priority message. Squadron briefing. Wait, do we do we actually have more than one intro to squad briefing? So uh, how about we, we do a uh, squad one. update? Bang! Uh, oh, squadron update. Ask and you receive. That's the good one. <laughs> oh, All my right, bad. So. <laughs> Well, any anytime Chig acts like a dork and we can record it, that's a you good You mean every like. single podcast I'm on? <laughs> yeah, well, there's only so much there's only so much space in the soundboard. Oh, gotcha, so. gotcha. <laughs> so uh in screw space we've got two elections going on right now. There's one in Tripu that's tied at two two to see one. You care about both of those, so we do want to try to win both of those. We currently have an expansion going from Seven Andromeda again. Uh, again, this is the expansion of, of of choice to prevent a expansion from a less desirable location. Um, this one should go to Howard. It's the only open spot within range, so unless something weird happens, that's where we're going. And that should go off around the end of this week, give or take a couple of days either side for the randomness. Uh, in other news, Six Andromeda is still perched at, uh, I believe as of today, 75.9. So at some point we do need to start working on trying to reduce Six Andromeda a little bit lest it run away into expansion and it has no desirable uh, locations in its bubble. On the Thargoid side, we are in cycle 10. Uh, as of a couple of hours ago, when I put the notes together, the two targets for the Oya group are Aowika, which was at 92% and very well maybe finished by now, and Huyle, H-U-I-L-E, which is at 74%. Uh, 
we look like we're on course to finish both of those. Um, there was a plan after assuming we finished both of those to switch to a system called El Bunginzi. What? So we're El Bunginzi. No, we'll make up something better. Yeah. E L B O O N G S I. Albuquerque. I love it. Albuquerque. I love it. Uh, because because Canon was trying to push that system. Canon, it, it hasn't gotten much traction. Canon backed out today. So um, we don't, whatever, when we finish Hoyle, we'll go to whoever, you know, wherever we think we can do the most good to help out because there won't be time to start another system in Oya. Uh, Oya itself is down to 57 controlled systems. We only gained three from last week. There are currently nine under invasion and six in recovery. And uh, overall, the Thargoids control 653 systems. Wow. Up, uh, up. I think that's 47 from last week, maybe 50 from last week. I forgot the number. Just checking, so, A, which uh, we're um, less than one Chevron away. It's going to complete yeah. tonight. So, so we, oh, yeah. It hasn't, so hasn't we, yet as of this recording, but it will. Yeah, so it's at 98%. It's, if... In fact, if you're looking for some place to go and you're hearing this in post-production, AOWICA is finished, go to yeah. Hoyle. Um, and that's, you know, there's some things down in the actual bug report that we'll mention, but so far I haven't seen anything bad happen with the new mechanics to recovering systems yet. So um, that may not be the apocalypse that I thought it was. <laughs> no, but... Control systems are an apocalypse. Control systems are a but hot we were, smoking, yeah. Yeah, we, we already weren't really... Okay, so we'll more more on that after the fold, I guess, here. But um, yeah, they, not that we were strongly working down control systems anyway, but yeah. Yeah. And then the details for all of that are in the standing orders section of the uh, Loose Screws Faction channel in Discord. All right. Um, yeah, so I don't know, bug report, game news, dev news, it's all kind of the same at this point. Um, so let's just, let's roll everything that isn't, um, um, Galnet. Let's, let's roll Bard's segment and then, and then we'll just roll everything into one. What do you say? Sounds good. Sounds good. Everybody likes it. All right. Here we go. Uh, as soon as I find what the hell I'm doing. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, I see what happened here. Um, when I was preparing the sounds before we started today, I must have deleted the wrong thing that said Bard at the front of it because I got rid of the train sound. So we've got no train intro this week, chugga, but chugga, I do chugga, have chugga, Bard's chugga. actual choo, choo. segment. There you Whoopsie. go. Hold on, hold on. All aboard. Oh, you hold on. I have, a, I, have a better, I have a better thing we can use we can, we can do better. as a substitute. Okay. I'm the tower of power, too sweet to be sour, I'm funky like a monkey, sky's the limit and space is the place. <laughs> Stampin' right. that approved. <laughs> here's, here's, uh, here's Bard. Welcome aboard the Tinhadium Express. As you may know, last week we experimented with zero-point energy. With varying rates of success, this week we're experimenting with the brown note. It shouldn't cause any problems for crew or passengers. Just don't get too close to the labs or the closest speakers to you. 
since vibrations are contained within the projectile itself after being fired, it'll impart its energy and vibrate against the Thargoid at the correct frequency. Uh, but the point is, let's see if we can get those thick Thargoid booties to shit themselves with vibrations. For science, yes. Science. Uh, anyways, let's get started. January 30th, Admiral Aiden Tanner withdraws from the Federal Navy. January 31st, Emperor approves Aisling's plan for Aegis. February 1st, Class 5 weapon stabilizer released. And on February 2nd, Pirates lead counterattack against Thargoids. That's all for the news this week. Have fun out there. <laughs> he keeps putting these very low tones in, and yes, they are. N they don't reproduce on some speakers. <laughs> That's what was going on last week, by the way. And I tried it on a few different um, sets of headphones in my studio speakers, and like sometimes you could hear it, and sometimes it just made no sound at all. <laughs> it was eighteen I, hertz. <laughs> I just keep pooping myself. That's all I know. Yeah, it just comes natural. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Speaking of vultures, a vulture just interdicted me. Anyway. Um, okay, so what what am I supposed to be doing now? Okay, so now there's an up there, there was an update. And of course, why does this happen right when I'm needing to actually talk? Stupid. All right. Anyway, we're just gonna run away from this. Fun. So, okay. Update 14 was delayed at the time of our last episode, came out the next day. And we have linked the um, update notes and because there was a lot of salt at the time um, <laughs> Nurgle took it upon himself to create a chart that we could run down the the notes and um, because there was so much stuff in here that seemed to be either like just not fixed even though it was in the notes or like came out wrong or, or something like that so um, does this sound like fun? Yeah, is this yeah. very professional-looking document I'm looking and at it, right now? And in yeah. fact, I, I am going to get a share link here, anyone with the link, and I am going to put that in general chat so people who are listening along with the podcast All right. can, can play along. Can play along at home. Da, 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 da. Okay, all da, right, da, so... Da, da. Um, <laughs> Let's see. So this is what Nurgle. Do you want to intro this or? All it is is, you know, we we kind of talked about this after the patch. There was so much salt. I went and put the notes from the patch message into a nice little form, so we can do two things. We can give FDev a grade, A through F, on how we think they solved the problem or implemented the feature or whatever. So A being we think they did great, F being this was a complete fuck up. And then, <laughs> then we can score how salty we are about the outcome on a scale from 0 to 10. So for reference, 0 is no salt. Dr. Okay. Bloomingwin would approve. It's a low salt diet. And a 10, zero is good. <laughs> and a 10 would be a radioactive molten salt monster destroying the West Coast. Well, yeah. So well, your profile picture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to exactly. say, though, I, I didn't like how you said on a scale of 0 to 10 and then gave examples of 0 and 10. You should have just said on a scale of no salt, your doctor would be happy, <laughs> to 
<laughs> a sentient molten salt <laughs> monster is roaming the countryside. I, that, I like that scale. That's, that's okay, a better well, scale. Take numbers right. out of it. Yeah. Well, okay. So that's your scale. No salt all the way up to catastrophic sentient salt monster. Yes. I like it. <laughs> all right. All right. So let's, let's start at the top. Um, restoring power to each of the settlements in a recovering system now reduces the time taken to fully recover the system by one week. This will be reflected in the system's recovery complete time uh, and there are missions to restore power settlements now available in recovering systems. And then I'm going to add to this chart that there is a currently a known issue that um, reactivation missions appear for settlements that are already powered up when you get there. That is a known issue that uh, FDF has acknowledged, and there's a link also in the show notes to the issue tracker for that. So um, what do we think? That's a solid F. <laughs> it was and, and tell me why. Tell me why. It, because this it did happen. Like, you can it, restore missions, and yes. they do shorten recovery time. But tell me why that's, a, that's an F. It was a bad idea, poorly implemented with bugs. That's an F. <laughs> Because the, the stations the are already meter, powered yeah. up, right? Yeah, the bug yeah. is the stations sometimes turn up to be powered on when you get there, so you can't complete the mission. Right. But right. here's the, a little background. If you do complete the mission, it actually hurts humanity's effort to, right. to resolve the war. So it seems kind of like FDEV is running a disinformation campaign for right. the Thargoids by giving because, us these great missions. Exactly. Because the last thing you would ever want to do is have, well, not ever. I can't envision a situation where you might want to get a system back if it was a you know key system in the middle of something. But 99% of the time, the last thing you would ever want to do is recover a system faster because once it's recovered, it can be attacked again. And while yeah. it's in recovery, it can't be. Yeah, so while so, systems are in recovery, they're protected, can't be reinvaded. Right. So it's an, it's an F, and on the salt meter, it's a 10.0. <laughs> So, okay, Nurgle's very mad about this. A lot of people aren't because people who like doing the on-foot game um, uh, rather enjoy this, uh, and, and the missions, apparent, I'm told, are um, very lucrative as far as on-foot engineering mats are concerned. Extremely lucrative. They are really yeah. encouraging people to do them, which hey, adds it's, to my saltiness. It's, it's also the very first time that you can get an on-foot mission without going out of your ship and going to one of the on-foot mission boards. So yeah. this is officially the very first time that the on-foot game and the rest of Elite have been in the same game. Correct. So if I'm hearing this correct, you can say, all right, fuck humanity, I need manufacturing instructions, and you go do these missions? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Okay. I, I Okay, T Teflon, you, you go, because I, I keep talking. We keep not letting you in. <laughs> I just had a real quick aside to put in there. Um, does that uh, link that Nurgle posted for that thing? Um, do you want to pin that in the general channel so it's easy for people to find? Because general moves kind of fast. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Put it's, it in announcements. It's I don't pinned, care. It's pinned. All right, it's pinned. Um, yeah. So I thought I was just trying to be helpful. You know, yeah, excuse you, me. Excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> excuse you, indeed. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. I'm a little. I'm a little salty because I don't know. I, I actually don't. I don't really care. 
um, about this one. Wrong I'm, I'm going to say I, I've got no salt. I've got I don't feel like I have much of a dog in this fight, but I do think it gets a bad grade because you know the bugs and the fact that it kind of betrays that they don't really understand what's going on. They they added a mechanic. Just like, hey, it would be fun if you could X, right? And they put that in. Well, that's a good thing to be thinking. But yeah. th- what they didn't do is think how that would fit into the rest of this board game. Like, what is the advantage of powering up settlements early? Oh, you actually forgot to include an advantage of powering up settlements early. So anyway, that's it. I absolutely agree with that. Yes. Okay. Ne- next one. And we're saying goodnight to Data, who had to step away just now. Thanks for joining us for the beginning, Data. All right. Feed his child Um, or something. Goodnight, Data. Yeah, something must have happened with a small baby. Yeah. Uh, Bye-bye. All right, so note number two. Humanity is attempting to reclaim systems controlled by the Thargoid forces. Wait, why is it worded? Is this really how they worded it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Conflict zones and other scenarios can now be found within Thargoid-controlled systems near the front lines. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Um, this is so. This is the feature that that they um, systems that are under Thargoid control that are near the human controlled space, like on the edge of the the interaction between those bubbles, now have conflict zones that can be used to to fight in. Has anybody checked to see if that actually happened? I have not. I haven't heard that it didn't happen. Because I I heard several things that didn't happen, and I feel like this would have come up. So I'm going to assume that this one's working. And 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 in which case, seems like thumbs up from me because there wasn't enough to do to to regain control systems. I agree. Previously, conflict zones working properly. Well, we'll get there. Uh, And and, and technically, I think the answer is yes. (laughs) Technically, Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, I guess this is a this is a further down thing. The con the fix to conflict zones seems to be it wasn't the fix I was sort of expecting, but I think the thing I thought was broken is not totally really the way I thought it was. Is the answer so? Can you? I think the part of the are, stuff where you talked about the things. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm trying not to skip ahead. I don't know. Okay, okay, sorry. No, this one just mentions conflict zones, and I can't give this a good grade if conflict zones aren't working properly because this involves conflict zones. But if conflict zones are working properly now, then this this is a good thing. This is a yeah. no-duh thing, and this should have been in there to begin with. Since the patch, I have not seen a single conflict zone get stuck. I oh. have once out of probably a dozen one of them did go all scouts for the second half of it one time, but none of them have gotten stuck at all. Well, that's an so I'm me, saying then. conflict zones are for the first time in the history of Thargoids possibly working correctly is from, from the, the getting stuck so perspective. Are, are we giving them an A for this? I like it. I like it. All right. That's an A and no salt. Wow. For two things in a row. Well, I need to put salt on everything. I, I, I'm going to go a little bit of salt <laughs> that they didn't do this sooner. How's that? <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, so, uh, so next one, salvaging and then safely recovering black boxes. Okay. So I, I, I'm feeling the need to like hurry this along a little yeah, bit. But yeah. anyway, um, so now there are scenarios um, or – there are scenarios already, but now um, y- we can um, collect salvage like black boxes 
and we can collect Thargoid tissue samples from um, places like alert systems or wherever those scenarios pop up, and uh, they will count toward the progress uh, when they are turned in at megaships. They'll count toward the progress in the system that they were um, collected in. Right. I'm, and I'm I know this one that a solid. I was going to say I I I have heard from people that it's working. I don't yeah. know how, to the, what degree it influences it, but it does. I, it is working. I'm I'm giving it a solid B plus, and it's it's not an A because apparently it gives you no indication when you turn them in that anything has happened that that they need to correct that and that's simple, and you mm-hmm. can only turn them in at rescue ships. You can't turn them in at other places. So I think. There's a couple of small tweaks they could make to this, but it's a solid B plus. Hmm. It seems yeah. like rescue ship's the right place for it. I, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I don't have a real problem with that either. It would be convenient to be able to turn them in anyplace else, but it's the fact that it doesn't give you any indication that anything has happened. That mm-hmm. And that's minor, but it's a B plus. So the only way that we know it does anything is because it said it in the patch notes? Yep. All right. I suppose, yeah. Um, I know uh, Boobtron was collecting a lot of these and was going to go turn them in in a lump at one point um, to hopefully see the tick, you yeah. know, the thing move over a, a, a notch or two. Um, and I don't remember. I, I, mean, I don't was think a few he's days ago. Yet. He hasn't yeah, turned them in yet. I mean, I don't needs, think so. At, at a certain point, I mean, technically, this would be, I, I, and I think this is his plan, like loading them up on his carrier means that you could actually span an effort over multiple weeks, <laughs> sort of thwarting the reset bar, Ooh. right? Because you just haven't you haven't de- uh, completed that war effort yet, right? You're just storing the Ooh. materials. I had not thought of that. Because he's been collecting them since, like, patch day. Yeah, or he near has. to it. And it, it's definitely been, over, you know, it will have been over a week. Uh, well, he has passed over a Thursday in that time. So if he hasn't turned them in, then anyway. Um, what do you think? Good? Good. Yeah, good. Seems yeah, legit. More, more things. Yeah, I mean, I... I more things to do. So he, good. He's also yeah, exactly. mentioned that the scenarios that those are involved in, like the AX ship signatures, um, signal sources, and things like that, which used to be basically a whole lot of nothing, he seems to be encountering a lot more combat in those. Yeah, I've, um, I've heard several in, people say that. And having to run. So I think in the process of this, the... Um, those scenarios may have been brought up to speed, so to speak, which I think is yeah. great because they were did, really yeah. dull before. That's a good thing, yes. Yeah. Um, okay, great. Uh, Thargoid Warf panel now shows the top five most progressed but not completed systems in each Thargoid state. Uh, I'll tell you right off the top, um, this is a good idea. The implementation is bad. I'm going to give it a C. Um, there's no way to tell what maelstrom they're from. They they also adjusted the UI um, in order to uh, show the names of the maelstroms instead of just having numbers, which didn't correspond to anything because they weren't even the order that the maelstroms arrived in. Uh, so anyway, the maelstroms have their correct names now, but the systems in in which it's reflecting human effort, which is the, the goal here is to guide people who aren't necessarily following some communities. Um, post boards or anything like that. You could see where your effort could go to help complete a system in the next day or something like that. Great idea. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess from the perspective of somebody who's willing to go anywhere in the whole galaxy, then this is fine. But 
I just I just think they should be organized by Maelstrom. Yeah, I, I would agree with you on that. I give uh, it a B. I, I, Good I, idea. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, great. I'm being tailed by a basilisk in my anaconda now. It's about to get rough in a oh, minute. That's always fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, my FSD is very slowly charging because I'm like mass locked by this guy. Uh oh. So the the AI section, players can now receive interdiction data when interdicted by Thargoid scouts. I, I'm assuming that that actually works because I haven't heard that it doesn't. I, I yeah, I'm not going to look at my, my data right now. Apparently I've been getting data like since, since the Thargoid wars begun, I've been getting scan data on all kinds of different events but and didn't even notice. there's nothing to do with it right now is there's there... a bunch of new materials new data mats but i don't yeah, know what they don't them. do anything that's that's fine it's i mean it works there's not a use for it yet it's fine apparently we're all going to have a bunch of full mats by the time a use uh, turns up for them and there's there nothing will never wrong with that be a use <laughs> right so ero- <laughs> there might erroneous never be messages in yeah erroneous messages intending for Intended for patrolling AX pilots have been stopped during AX conflict zones. <laughs> That's an F. That did not the happen. The hell they have. Yeah. I, <laughs> the very first conflict zone I went in after the patch, we're like fighting down Thargoid number three. Number two is still in in the in the uh, battle zone here. It's uh, absolutely not fixed. The guy, the NPC yeah. right next to me is like, Keep your scanners peeled. They're going to come yeah. back anytime. Yeah. That's, mid-fight. That's, a, that's a complete fail. Luckily, it has no gameplay effect, but that is a complete fail. You know, I just want to say maybe he's maybe he was only watching his scanner and was not paying attention (laughs) on the viewport. Currently, and just had a broken scanner. I'm going to give this an A. The fruits of caustic missiles. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, keep your eyes peeled. (laughs) This is all melts. (laughs) I give it an A. Yep. Thargoids yeah. could arrive at any time. Yeah. <laughs> I give it an A because it lowers my salt level because it gives me something to laugh that's at while I'm going by. That's really okay. true. All right, so okay. Thargoid interceptors no longer get drawn to already detonated caustic generators. What? So that's that's clearly <laughs> okay. a maelstrom thing. Oh. I, that's fine, whatever, moving sure. on. Sounds great. <laughs> Thargoid interceptors will no longer stray far from settlement conflict zones. The hell they won't. <laughs> oh, have you seen them? I was going to say, I think this is sort of working. Uh, well, somebody just today on an, on another Discord was talking about at ground conflict zones having um, some of the higher level interceptors actually go underground and still launch swarms. Oh, yeah. Somebody had a Hydra that every time it... Every time a heart uh, exerted, it flew underground and then shot about a bunch of missiles out at everybody. Yeah, there <laughs> yeah. you go. So it couldn't be harmed. I mean, yeah. that's so that's new. That's um, intended. But i i haven't seen I haven't seen one <laughs> just do the thing they used to do, where they just Blast fuck off, shot like thirteen up. millimeter, uh, thirteen megameters away, and okay. Um, so so we can call that officially fixed. Well, I mean, so far, okay. it seems like it's I. I used to see them do it pretty on the regular, and I've haven't seen a single Thargoid bug off like that. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we could we could give that an A then. Seems seems legit. All right. 
I'm right. giving the, it a new, B new bugs, minus. New bugs notwithstanding. But. New bugs notwithstanding, yeah. All right, so gameplay and missions. We'll go through these real quick. All right. Fixed incorrect text when opening the tech broker UI with medium gauze cannons. Didn't know it was a problem. I didn't know it was yep. a problem. Glad you fixed Unaware. it. <laughs> we'll call that an A. Synthesis. Synthesis. Yeah. In English. <laughs> you can, you can <laughs> make the ammo now. Yeah. For enhanced AX missile launcher has been fixed. If has anybody tried that? that's actually true, thank God. It was, All right. That was busted for way too long. So that's an A. It couldn't have been busted for more than, like, 14 days. The weapon didn't exist for very long. Oh, I thought, sorry, I thought this was advanced AX. Sorry, sorry. No, this is enhanced. Can you actually synth the right ammo for that? I don't think so. I have no idea. They haven't mentioned it. That's still broken. Okay, so we'll assume that's still broken. Never mind. I read, I was thinking the wrong thing, so never mind. All right, so a fix has been implemented for incorrect text that would display for reboot and evacuate wounded civilian missions. As far as I know, that happened. Good for them. Great. Okay. Right. Payouts have been increased for Thargoid War Collection missions, particularly group missions. That is true. Correct. Massively, yes. Right. Except they don't mention the other part, which we will talk about. Well, well talk no, about we can talk about that because that's not in the notes. So this is another con- – well, since the uh, a couple of days after the patch, it was confirmed because we noticed right away that th- uh, Thargoid combat bonds have been reduced. Um, they did not tell Sally about this. She had to go investigate it. It took a couple of days to get word back, and the official statement is linked um, in the show notes. Uh, basically, they've they've all – all the, the pay has been cut for Thargoid uh, killing – by 15 to 20%, depending on the Thargoid, to achieve a nice new round number. Um, scouts now have slightly different pay, depending on the variant, which is, you know, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty inconsequential. Basically, they, from their perspective, I should just use their word, right? Like, let's just click the link and say what they actually, since I'm parked. Um, okay, so... The yeah, the intention is that you know, big apologies. We're sorry we didn't tell you. They didn't even tell Sally. So blah blah blah. Um, balancing choices basically. They they lowered the pay for the individual Thargoids. They're increasing the pay for missions. Um, as far as they're concerned, this is toward balancing the game overall. And the pay is still enormous. You know. Yeah, this is it's, fine. It's still in the in the in the millions, tens of millions most of the time. Um, for individual monsters, yeah. so it's fine. Um, the problem, the salt, and the problem yep. is you only half fixed the missions. So missions were combat Thargoid missions, not other missions to do with the war, have been a problem since the war started. They they made the pay extremely small and the requirement to fulfill the mission extremely uh, large and difficult. They've for, fixed half of that now. For they a made high the, kill count. They made the the pay fantastic. The kill counts are still ridiculous. And in most of the conflict zones, it is super, super hard to get any of these uh, interceptors higher than a Cyclops to spawn. There's and, and apparently it's down to which kind of instance you're in. But um, there's a lot of them that are just constant Cyclops, and you could never fulfill any of these. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, I can look at a mission board right now. Um, let's look at it. I've got 10 combat missions. So one Hydra, that's fine. One of any Interceptor, that's a fine number for mission. Five Medusas, 
I could play for three days in a row in some of these conflict zones and I might not see five. The one I'm in right now happens to produce Medusas at a pretty good rate, so I would still have to... I might not get that in one play session, though. You know, I, I might see two, maybe three Medusas in a play session. So five is really high. And um, five Basilisk. This is actually pretty low. I've seen eight, seven uh, of large interceptors before on these missions. Me yeah. too. So... I'd be much, much happier if we could just meet in the middle. The, the missions we used to have before the war when they were just incursions, you know, the, the material rewards are like 10 units now. They used to be five, and you'd be killing one of some type of interceptor to fulfill the mission. You know, 10 units for five Medusas. I mean, I don't know. If it was two, I guess I'd take it. I could probably get two, depending on what instance I'm in. But, but so far, it seems like... Um, like these Coriolis ports, they have, uh, uh, they they produce a large, a pretty good rate of higher interceptors. But like when we we're fighting at orbital ports, uh, in the last system, there was nothing. It was Cyclops, and like you had, I don't know. It seemed like a one percent chance of a basilisk. Yeah. Every once in a while. So, I'm I'm rather half halfway about it. The pay is yeah. enormous. And that's fine, I guess. I, the materials are what we care about anyway, but it's still too hard to fulfill them. Um, I, w I could take these Hydra missions, you know. Hydras are, are always going to come at the end of a conflict zone, so that's fine. But everything else, well, here's one for three Medusa. So I might take that one, but this one doesn't even have a material reward. I'd probably let it go because I don't care. Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm still miffed about the, the missions. I, they're, not, they're not there yet. So high salt. Yeah. So... Okay, moving on to the stability section. Oh There's a God. bunch of these this, where they this one kills fixed. me. What's that? <laughs> that this oh, list yeah. kills me. I, so, I hadn't seen this list before. I got some comments when you read them all there's, off. There's three in here that I want to talk about because there's a couple of fixed a crash or fixed a hard lock. Yeah, that's great. But there's three. So fixed a hard lock that would occur at a specific barnacle site. No, you didn't. <laughs> didn't fix. Because that still locks up. That's that that same barnacle site. Yep. Yes. And that's a confirmed issue. A, a that's note, a confirmed. That, yeah. That's that's well, in the notes um, as as confirmed. One, at this one thing point. specific on that one too is that's like the only one that uses non-ambiguous term. It says would occur. Everything else is yeah. could occur, possibly occur, uh, random occurrence. Uh, yeah. Well, because this one rarely. is is it happens every time in exactly the same way in exactly yeah. the same place. Yeah. Infinitely repeatable. But that's like this bug is that that one is an actual bug that's been verified and should be like the easiest one to fix because it's an obvious bug. The rest of these are all spaghetti code type bugs when it's like, well, this know, could random, be too. random stability issues. You know, everything is just so vague with it. It kills me. So that one's that one's an F and it's <laughs> pretty salty. So then we have improvements have been made towards AX conflict zones, occasionally getting stuck progressing to the next stage. Yeah. I will say, as that's written, yes, they did improve it. Yes, I have not seen one get stuck. So, like I said, I did see one yeah. has still gone all scouts on me, but only one, and that used to happen a lot more. So maybe that's improved. Yeah. Maybe that was part of the same bug. I don't really yeah. know. I, I um, have... I have seen in, in, reports of a couple getting stuck, but it seems to oh, have greatly okay. improved. It seems to have, I mean, 
a 90% improvement at Hugely least. improved. Because they would, yeah. it was like you you had sometimes greater than 50-50 chance that it would get stuck before. It was, it was a near certainty if we had more than four people in an instance, it was a certainty that it would get stuck at least once or twice. Right. And we'd have to do the one-by-one one jumping out business. And then the, the other one that I want to cover in here is improvements to invisible Thargoids being seen in multiplayer instances of AX Conflict Zone. <laughs> I've yeah. not seen an invisible Thargoid since then either. No, now they go underground. <laughs> yeah, they go underground. <laughs> That's new and different. This is still... it's, it's the mole variant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Outstanding. Um, yeah. I, my my opinion about what was wrong with conflict zones before, yeah, they got stuck. But my problem was I can't get anything to but Cyclops to spawn in some of these instances, like the ones we were fighting in last week in in uh, Jeng. Um, and that there was no change, and that's that's one of the reasons I was like raging out on Tuesday because it was like you fixed fucking nothing because yeah. here I am going through I went through like three whole conflict uh, scenarios and got nothing but Cyclops. How is this fixed? And now I'm thinking it's more to do with like that particular instance for some reason is coded as as being very low intensity or something like only the only the easiest interceptors will ever spawn is what i'm thinking now because i can reliably get them to to come into other conflict zones it's not it's not that all conflict zones behave this way so right it's just that one yeah all right so so, as written seems pretty good yeah yeah a lot of these in here though it's like i think that they fixed something then randomly grabbed a bunch off the issue tracker and said that you know, this bug was fixed, this bug was fixed, and this bug was fixed, hoping that whatever they did fixed all these bugs. That's entirely yeah, aren't possible. Aren't they always hoping? Well, I yeah. mean, like, look, at there's like three in a row. Fixed a rare crash that could trigger during AX conflict zones. Okay, that's as vague as hell. And the next yeah, one yeah. is <laughs> fixed random stability issues that could occur during Thargoid encounters. Okay, well, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. And then the and next then another one, one same thing. And when, when they're Thargoids destroyed, are destroyed. Like, what's the difference between those two? Are they are they fluffing it? Is it I, is it is it to pad it? <laughs> I I think so. Just Who to knows? get more things listed, and then they're like, oh, look at this. This random people are having random issues. Well, we fix something. Hopefully, it fixes that. Mark that <laughs> we fixed. randomly fixed it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, it it's, it's it is. It's, it's instability. It's random instability when players enter a conflict zone. Yep. It's random stability. random instability like when you crash. kill a thyroid. As we have discussed multiple times, they have a problem with speaking clearly. I mean, even go farther down. <laughs> yeah. They got random, fixed random stability issues that could occur when players enter an AX conflict zone. I, yeah. I, so, I yeah. mean, I guess we'll see over the coming weeks. I remember the last, in fact, just, you know, like the t- some of the times before, you know, we'd all get together and it would be one person or another. We'd sort of take turns like, oh, I've got the black screen again. I got to yep, reboot, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, I've got um, the so faded those, screen. I'm going to crash. You know, oh, right, exactly. Yeah. So if those become, if those stop happening or become more rare, then I guess this counts. Yeah. yeah. I haven't, like they just found I haven't one seen. I haven't been in strand. an instance where somebody said their whole thing crashed yet. So, yeah. All right. Mo- moving on to the UI section. Here we go. So, fixed an issue. I have some where salt s- about this. We're almost oh. through all this, everybody. <laughs> fixed an issue where selecting a direct message in chat was cause would cause a social media social menu to become unresponsive. I have experienced that bug a lot. 
So have and I. I have not tried to send. I've not had any interactions uh, that caused it since then. I'm not sure how many interactions I've had. I've been able to like yeah. form wings and stuff happily, but I don't think I've sent messages. So yeah, my workaround was just don't use in-game chat. <laughs> right. At all. right. I never. Right. Yeah. And that I so rarely do anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll we'll leave that one alone. That's fine. Sounds good. Clear. Clarified the Thargoid war panels in the galaxy map, including references to all actions that can be taken which can contribute to the progress bar and resist the invasion. Uh, Absolutely they... fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, nope. The only thing that's different about the UI is they list this, just like they said earlier, they list the systems that are receiving the most pressure currently by humans, and they added things like now you can rescue. do yeah now you can do black boxes and now you can do tissue samples there is absolutely nothing else that's different about the UI there is no indication whatsoever if if some of those things cause more influence than other things if it's different between alerts and and uh invasions there there is absolutely nothing that's different about the UI saying they changed the UI is factually not correct they didn't. Those the only thing that's different was stuff that was covered in other items. Okay. Fail. Fail and, and sounds salt. like a nine or ten on salt. Okay. Because I wanted it. I wanted oh, yeah. that. Darren stood on the stream and well, I guess he was sitting. He said he went on the stream <laughs> and told me. He told you, me personally. We are gonna yeah. give we are gonna give you more detail about how certain things influence the system. We're going to change the UI to give players more detail on that. And he also yeah. told me that I should go reboot settlements. And so I think Darren works for the Thargoids. All right. I anyway. agree. HIP 22460 was an inside job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Inside at FDF. Added Maelstrom names to the Thargoid war system panel. Yes, they did. All Technically right. correct. That, that take, is it, an, take it the next step further, and, and you'll get an exactly. A. <laughs> that that was okay. So we'll call it a B. It was it was a good idea. They didn't go as far as they needed to with it. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, change Thargoid War System progress bar to more clearly indicate when further effort is required. What? Uh, I'm not, so that's confusingly worded. What what it means is um, when the system goes a hundred percent, it will tell you this has gone a hundred percent. Um, and in fact, I might be able to see that right now. As soon as I land, I'll yeah. check. Because remember earlier, I said that uh, a whole witch was it was visibly full, but it wasn't blanked out saying this system is complete yet. Oh, so now means, a, a full bar means full bar. Uh, uh, well, before saying? you know, the the chevrons but, are there are fifty chevrons, so each chevron represents a total of two percent. So if we're within two percent of complete. Or I don't know if it if it rounds up right, but if we're th within one percent of complete, but technically not complete yet, we wouldn't be able to tell the difference between that and complete. So now we're supposed to be able to tell. I'm just going to go look at it. Uh, but it, right it always said that it changed from a countdown timer to saying blanketed blank, you know, Thargoid invasion of Oh, really? Yeah. They lied to us. And no, really? I don't. So I don't understand what's supposed to be different. I, I don't understand what they changed. Well, so, full bar. I'm going to look at it. I'm looking at it right apparently. now. Oops, not system maps. Stupid, stupid. No, go back to Galaxy Map. Oh, frick. <laughs> Sorry. Hold on, wait, I have a bookmark. That is just not do a chevron till you reach the full 2% each way, so then we get that 50th bar. When you get that 50th chevron, that means I, that it's you're complete. done. Yeah. yeah. And I believe that is no, the way it, it works. No, it, it changes completely. So I'm looking at it now. Um, the, 
the all the things that it says you can do to influence are gone. It now says it's in post-Thargoid recovery only. Okay. It doesn't say oh. that you can rescue passengers from oh, there so or they, anything they, like that. They took out what would have been misleading. always do that? Yeah. I could have sworn. No, no it, didn't, it didn't. It, it, it used to say, because the thing is, I actually can still rescue passengers from there. It just won't contribute yeah. to the war. Right. In fact, I have passengers in my hold right now that I'm about the, to deliver. Ah, find a the, son to drop them in. And these won't count. <laughs> the message above the chevrons was always there, but it would still list everything below it. So what they've done is okay. removed the stuff below it. Got it. All right. Fixed specific locations, specified locations in the system map were not being able to be selected by the fleet carrier jumps. No, mm-hmm. you didn't. That's still Oh, happening. really? I haven't encountered it. So. I think... I haven't personally. I've seen some reports of it. I think they improved it greatly, but it is still okay. happening. So the workaround was when this happens, you basically you go to a thing, you try to pick a specific body in the system to jump to, and you get a you can't. Or no, you get a this is not a valid location um, when it is a valid location. And then you would just go back to Galmap, go back into system map, and do it again, and the second time it would work. Oh, so yeah, you turn it, it off, turn it back on again. Got it. Exactly. Yeah. Reboot it. So, fixed So, word on the street is that's not fixed. Or at least, but it is greatly improved. Um, so, they're on the right yeah. track. Fixed messaging when players attempted to jump their fleet carrier during the cooldown phase. Previously, it explained it was due to Thargoid-controlled systems. So, they had a message error somewhere. I'm going, I haven't seen that personally. I'm going to assume they fixed it. Yeah. Yay for them. I I actually am going to jump in here and say that this causes me some salt because all the other messaging to do with when fleet carriers can't jump to the certain thing or the fact that whenever you're in the fleet carrier nav menu, it's constantly bouncing you back to the other system and going completely backwards and you have to completely find your location again every time and you have to all the way back out every time something gets misclicked and you you can't tell before you click on a system if it's going to say you can't jump to it and if you do, it's going to bounce you all the way back to the other system and you got to go find everything again. Everything is fucked about fleet carrier navigation and the fact yep. that you would tell me that you're fixing this this dumb little thing <laughs> yeah, this yeah. one dumb little thing and not just make it so the stupid fucking thing doesn't put me all the way back to the beginning system and make me do all the finding of whatever the hell I'm looking for all over again <sighs> yeah that's you know a quality of life fixed. thing they need to do that is i agree with you that is mind numbingly annoying you know why they fix this one specific small thing Right, it was because probably it was one easy. letter of code. Yeah, right. It was easy, and somebody so, I mean, said, "Oh, I know where that is." Yeah. I, yeah, right. So that's fine. Great that you fix that. It's the actually the least annoying thing about yeah. navigating a fleet carrier, and it's, a it's making me it's making me salty that you brought up something else yeah. without fixing all of it. Right. All right. So <laughs> yeah, that's because probably somebody in a meeting, though somebody in a meeting, they're like, "Why is this message coming up? Oh, I typed that in yesterday. Let me go see," and then they erased it. So then it didn't <laughs> yeah. do it anymore. <laughs> for, for everybody so who is funny, for everybody who has stuck with us through this exercise in dissecting the patch notes, here is the last one under the <laughs> art section. Adjusted the offset of the Diamondback Scout landing gear a little more to give extra clearance to the Scarab SRV when deploying the vehicle. If that is not a painfully <laughs> specific thing. Well, and we all know how much more people time? are bitching about the Diamondback Scout and Scarab deployment. Jesus Christ. I, oh, my God. I literally did not know this existed until it showed up in the patch notes. So, yay? You know, 
You know there is somebody out there that like had this problem is like, what the fuck? I know. And it's like <laughs> they see this and they're like happy. And they're <laughs> like they're like, oh my god, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's all kinds of stuff like this in the game. I mean, like the yeah. the uh, the Viper Three has, uh, or is it the Sidewinder? I can't remember. One of those two. There's like while your landing gear is up, if you look down at the floor, you can see it like protruding through the floor. <laughs> um, so I can see that all the time because I play in VR. But like it's it's things like that with the models. There's tons of them. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if there's tons. There's there's many of them. Um, yeah. Those little ships are. They have they have these like extendable landing gear things. So like the the landing gear are quite short and you can't even like walk under the ship. But when you deploy an SRV, the whole thing raises up. Um, nice little solution to adding SRVs after you'd already made all these game models, yeah. right? But like it's funny. It is funny, and it's probably like one of those things that somebody would just happen to have finally completed that. You know, somebody ticked that task off on their yeah. on their to do list, and it's like, oh look, this made it into fourteen zero two. Oh, great job, Bill. And, you know, and somewhere out there, all of the Diamondback Scout enthusiasts are <laughs> celebrating both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Diamondback. That's a yeah. fantastic little yeah. ship. And I yeah, have it's never your, put it's your, an SRV in yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's your favorite <laughs> ship to throw an SRV in, isn't it? I just I don't know, man. <laughs> It's a, it's Lark Shadow. He's the one who put this message out there, and <laughs> they tracked it down just yeah. for him. <laughs> this yeah. one's for you, buddy. Yeah. Now, now go make your cold running ship just with an SRV for no reason whatsoever. So it, it, and, and also for all of the people who are still listening, this is the first time I think we have ever gone literally line by line through through a patch to dissect how we feel about it. So if you don't want us to do this again, speak up. (laughs) FDM, if you don't want this this to happen again, don't patch the game anymore. Wait. Well, no, I mean to our audience, like, (laughs) look, you... You have a little bit of power here to possibly control your destiny, and I highly suggest you use it. Yeah. And, well, there's, there's no guarantee we would ever try to do this again anyway because there was just so much salt over this patch, and, and it was fairly yeah. brief. We decided to do this, but who I, knows? We yeah, may get a while yeah. here to do uh, this again in the future. Oh, no. I'm going to okay. go through this same sheet next week when I'm stuck hosting. So. <laughs> I've actually got one more thing that I've just been keeping in my mind I've been Uh-oh. keeping in my mind here. Um, the thing that kind of uh, was a cherry on top on Tuesday when I was, at the time I was really mad about the conflict zone still only producing Cyclops and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I think I was wrong about that. But here's the thing. We were playing that night and my, my buddy Teflon comes online and he's going to come out and join us. But first he wants to check out these new uh, fangled weapon stabilizers. You know, the ones <laughs> that uh, oh, Azimuth made that oh. can add more weapons onto the uh, ships. <laughs> So he gets one of these suckers and we're sort of like just talking, you know, he's, he's, I'm in the conflict zone already fighting and he's building his ship. He's going to come out later with the Pentagoss. So he puts the thing on the ship and discovers, what did you discover, Teflon? No, oh, that it, um, that it, uh, does not fit into a military slot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's right, folks. Oh, it's oh. not a military component. It does not fit in a military slot. You can't put that in a military slot. It is a weapon stabilizer that does not fit in a military slot. Can't it put it in there. It is a weapons stabilizer. It oh, doesn't fit in oh, a military yeah. slot. You know, a thing that was invented because we we're at <laughs> war for, you know, and it's not like a small war. It's like a war for the future of the human race, but we can't make it fit in a military slot. Sorry. And not only not only was it invented for a war, it was invented for a war 
four weapons. Yeah. And we're, we're losing. <laughs> I know. It's not a it's not a more advanced passenger cabin that can hold more refugees. Now, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Because that would fit in one. Do maybe Probably maybe would. we don't know what military means. <laughs> Is well, we know that shield generators don't fit in military slots, Jesus which I always Christ. thought was weird. But the 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 thing, so okay, this is brain dead, right? I mean, yeah, completely. This is because this. It, I I'm going to put my money down. I ten bucks says this happened because nobody at FDev remembers that military slots exist. <laughs> oh, guarantee it. I'll put my money Absolutely. on that. Yeah. I think they yeah. coded military slots so long ago and no new modules have appeared that would even be considered for fitting in them since the very day they were created. Yeah, ever 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 since Chuck wrote that code to put military slots <laughs> in the game and he left the company, nobody knows what to do with those things. Exactly. Actually, changing my mind, uh, the Guardian modules definitely came after military slots were also a thing and those they did code like module guardian module reinforcements and stuff like that can fit in military slots. Oh, so, yeah, but Chuck, Steve was Chuck still left there. the day after that. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that no excuses, guys. Yeah. yeah. You blew it. You get an F because they yeah. don't fit in military slots. And uh, please, please try to explain to me why that's true. Yeah. I, I want to hear that explanation. Give it a shot. Just dumb. Just so yeah, It's silly. your fault. I gave up my, I gave up a cargo slot or something. To fit that on there. <laughs> I gave up an SRV bay, god damn it. Because I'd have an SRV bay on my ex AX ship, because that'd be dumb. <laughs> that that is flabbergasted okay. me. That, yeah. And by the so way, that's... the Pentagos ship uh, goes from zero to forty-two uh heat uh in one in one shot. Well that's not so, that bad. That's not bad at yeah. all. What yeah. are you firing damage? all five? You're not firing all, all five, five of them, baby. Under oh, heat that's sink. A... You're doing great. Oh, yeah, do you mean that amazing. happens with a heat sink on? Well, yeah, I was at zero. I measured it from zero percent. Yeah. But okay, so 42. you fired a heat sink and then all firing all five gauss got you. For, yeah, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's amazing, actually, good. actually. Yeah, but what does it do from resting heat? Yeah, I mean, you'll inst <laughs> you'll be at 150 <laughs> But, for I sure. mean, what, like two gauss cannons, two medium gauss <laughs> under sink uh, pushes me to 16 heat when I'm fighting... Thargoids and I'm cold orbiting. So to fire five gets yeah, that's well that under yep. sink forty two, that sounds about right. It's yeah. two about yeah, eight, it's two eight twos per. And three yeah, just a little over eight. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That that checks it's out. Pretty good. So the other funny thing that I this is just silly nonsense, but like the um, the size five one has released now um, as of like yesterday or something. How many, how many ships so can the actually one that, use it? <laughs> th this is the 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 one that adds um, two yeah. two two more weapons for a total of six. Um, but the every on the Galnet article just has pictures of crates crates that don't have six slots, <laughs> which don't have six weapons, so there would be no. I mean, you could put one of those in there, but you can't yeah. load six weapons. Anyway, it's just yeah. very funny. But if you've got that that extra size five slot that you know isn't doing anything, you might throw that in there to get one extra weapon. Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah. What the hell? Okay, so here's the thing. So we've been recording now for an hour and twenty two minutes. Um, we we made it through that thing. I think it was I think it was a good thing. I think we're making very very good content, and I think the feedback is going to reflect that. <laughs> but what do you guys want to do with the rest of this episode? 
I, I want to say this. We need to hurry this along. I'm very proud of us that we freaking talked about the game itself for that long. That's it's true. fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's what's been populated into my notes by people who aren't me. For one Uh-oh. thing, there's a discussion point here. What is this? Rule 181. Internet Rule 181. Anyone listening to a podcast is required to do so while wearing no pants. Yes, that's true. Yeah. I thought it was you everybody are, recording are, a podcast is required to wear Yes, it's pairs. recording a podcast. Oh. Well, Where that's Internet it? Rule uh, 181A. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so I routinely listen to podcasts while I walk my dogs. I mean, I'm Why home behind after the day, so I don't wear them in the basement. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So is it time for Chig? Do you want to do some Chig Chat stuff? Uh, sure. All right. Do that Chig Chat right. stuff. Hey, y'all, it's Chig Chat. All right. Uh, Chig Chat has really turned into a, a fucking dog chat, which I highly appreciate. Everybody keeps sending pictures of your freaking dogs because um, it's it's uh, it's it's amazing. And I love all of your dogs. I'd shout everybody out, but there are so many dogs. Lark Shadow posting is and. And man chives. I'm still going with man chives. I don't, does, did he ever tell us how, how it's supposed to be pronounced? Because I'm just going. He, I'm still yeah, calling he him anchovies. He he did a whole big explanation on where his name came from the other day, and I would tell you what it is if I remembered it. All right. Oh man, I'm gonna have to go look for, for that then. I'm sorry, man chovies. All right, man chives. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see who else. McVet showed his dog looking all guilty over something. It looks like McVet. McVet, his dog. Uh, Coyote Viejo showing his dog looking longingly in the, out the window. I, I feel bad for him. Uh, let him go. Uh, I don't know. That, Jesus Christ. Keith the Stab, Kevin the Stabber, still one of my favorite names. Kevin the Stabber's <laughs> dog. That, that, that is one amazing mug on that dog. Uh, but I do want to mention, uh, Single Malt showed his buddies sleeping together. But, uh, apparently there's this stupid fucking quiz out there and Alec Turner throw it on there. Who thought it was a good idea to have this quiz for landing gear? And Are you oh, not man, happy about that? Do, who's I meant who's to scoring do that. high scores? I did it. The first time I ran through it, I scored negative. I swear to God. I just <laughs> never looked at these landing gear. Second time through, I got better because it's like, okay, that's obviously an Imperial ship, but then it gives like four of them, you know, as options yeah, on that and stuff. Yeah. So I, I scored, I don't know, up, up near a hundred thousand the second time through, but the first time, yeah, I'll admit I, I scored freaking negative number because I'm like, who's paying this much attention to landing gear? I, I, I bet you Lark Shadow scored it's, a perfect score to tell you the truth. It's the elite feet quiz. Yeah, it, the elite feet <laughs> quiz is the feet of your, your landing elite gear. ships. Yep. Yeah, I obviously have not been on my. Well, I'm thinking you'd recognize the landing gear if you're running to your ships frequently because you'd see oh, it. Maybe you know maybe, that, that's yeah. when you actually okay. see it. Yeah. I ran it once. I did I did okay. I didn't I started screwing them up by the end, but I started off strong enough that I had a, a good score, I think. Yeah, but if people want to try this, it's posted in I should just freaking I'm gonna pin that so pin people can go Chig do Chat. this stupid yeah, it's repinned in Chig Chat and you can go you can go take this quiz where literally it's gonna show you a landing gear and you gotta guess the ship. And it's all thirty eight. Multiple ships. choice out of four. Yeah. And and it's 38, 38 questions, and you get a one in four chance. Even though sometimes it gave like the same ship twice, you know, yeah. Like Vulture was listed, and I'm like, I wonder if it's Vulture. 
And I wonder if I click on the wrong vulture, if I'll get the answer wrong. I'm, I wasn't sure. And then oh, it, really? I never saw that. At one, I, that you, happened. You're to me. saying two of the choices were the same yep, ship? Two of the choices were the oh. same ship uh, a couple of times. And another time, when, when I ran through it the second time, then I'm like, I'm going to go through it a third time. And I went to go through it a third time. And the landing gear stayed the same each time, but the choices were different. So I got some kind of <laughs> graphical bug where it was just the same <laughs> landing gear over and over again. So I was literally just going a one in four chance of getting it right because it wasn't showing me a different landing gear. So that was entertaining too. But uh, it's, I love that. it's good stuff, guys. Go, go check it out. And I got to bring up what Bork Bits listed here just because I don't, know how to take this information all right since whales are milk producing mammals you could you should not be doing this <laughs> no this is not a good thing this is bad content Why? this is amazing content because all right come to chick chat and read it never mind this this, this <laughs> toothpaste <laughs> consistency of milk thing yeah i'm you're right i'm not gonna Whale read it milk has to they they they, they nurse in the ocean so their milk has to be super thick or it would just like dissolve Anyway, well, not if the, the, then, the mouth is then, over the whale nipple. I just said whale nipple. Well, they're that. mammals; they have nipples. Exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. As as what the uh, and what oh meet the fuckers or whatever. You know. So <laughs> okay. You okay. Can milk anything? So if you want to, if can you, you want to, if you want to hear uh, some gross convo about whale milk, <laughs> go to Chick Chat. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Oh my god! Oh god! Oh my all god. right, that that was uh, a weird chick. Terrible. Track. All right, yeah. All right, that's it's, yeah. What do we have next? I don't know what's next. What's that? What's that? hold uh, on? Where the notes. cheese at? Dear notes. Where's the cheese at, everybody? So, the cheese this week is halloumi. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, if not, someone will correct me. I'm sure. Looks good to me. It's a firm brine, slightly springy white cheese, traditionally made from a mixture of goat and sheep milk, although these days cow's milk is also used. Um, texture is similar to that of mozzarella or a thick feta cheese, except that it is the saltiest cheese out of all the cheeses. Over 300 milligrams of sodium per serving, it gets <laughs> its salty flavor from its brine preserve. And I thought that was very fitting this week with all the salt. So halloumi. I chose the saltiest cheese. It's pronounced halloumi. I just went and looked it up. Halloumi. Isn't that so what he got said? it right. Halloumi. I know, but I'm I'm saying that oh, he okay, was great. right. And if you go to like uh, dictionary.com or whatever, or Webster, wait, Merriam-Webster.com, the guy who says it says it like, oh, he's like, halloumi. So halloumi. Very halloumi. sensual. So sounds like he's well, saying it is hello a creamy to himself. Cheese. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Movies. There's a couple of movies in my notes. Yes. Yes. February 12th coming up will be 30 goddamn the years. Thir- the 30th, the 30 year anniversary <laughs> of Groundhog Day with Bill Murray. Oh so, how many God. times has it been the 30th anniversary? Is my question. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite things oh, wow. ever. Is, is you so- guys left. I wasn't sure. That oh, could no. have gone either way. <laughs> One of my favorite things with Groundhog Day is I saw somebody once post they should announce a sequel to Groundhog Day and then just release Groundhog Day. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, I saw that too. That's oh, perfect. God. That should happen. Uh, absolutely. It's genius. <laughs> oh, my God. Why haven't it? It's. Uh, There's a it, Groundhog it, Day VR game that I haven't gotten. You, you're like playing the son oh. of of Bill Murray's character. 
who's stuck in a day and you need to get through the day and it keeps resetting. And I've, I've wanted that to try sounds it. It like sounds a clever fun premise. as hell. I know, right? It sounds like the premise of so many indie games I've seen. Well, it's, it's a, it's a, in a sense, it's a roguelite, right? Yeah. But yeah. except instead of just trying to like, you know, not die, you're trying to do, I, 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 well, he does die in the movie. Yeah, I mean, is that Several the only times. way out? No, he never. Yeah, can, the, he never. The, he does it, and he does it, and he still doesn't get out. I know, that's what right? I mean. Yeah, like he, he has to like complete himself. That the, movie's dark at times. Yeah, yeah, he has to. He has to. Well, it would be right. He he has to like uh, do some yes. some exact pattern of thing. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Groundhog Day, like father, like son, is what it's called. I, I know <laughs> somebody. There was some study or somebody did a thing where it wasn't a study but it was somebody somebody took uh the time needed for him to like get a mastery of all that kind of stuff that he does in the movie and uh determined that he had been stuck in that one day for um uh, a whole bunch of years um i can't remember how many years they said he was he was stuck in that loop yeah well yeah i mean god well, gonna, he came by amazing piano player he Re, you know, he redid things. Oh, yeah, many, many lifetimes. But I don't know. I want to uh, try. But that yeah, uh, the, according to whatculture.com, he was stuck in the loop for thirty-three years and three hundred and fifty days. Oh God, where did he go? Did he? Did he go away? How many? Th- thirty-three years and three hundred and fifty days. Jesus. Jesus. Wow! All right. So he, if, um, if so, the loop is still going because it hasn't been yeah. that thirty-three been years. All right, uh, and and okay. So next, great movie, fantastic. Also, oh my dog's coming to bark at me. Okay, go away, dog. So take off. February eighth right. is the fifty. It'd be fifty-five years since the release of the original Planet of the Apes. Wow! Cool. With Charlton Heston. Uh, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Oh, oh, Dr. Zayas. Nurgle Still the already, best versions of those movies. Nurgle must have already, probably already had a child in college at that time. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Not quite. Uh, that was two years before I was born. Oh. Boy, they didn't well, have movies then. You're making wait, shit this, up. At this point, well, February 8th, so that's actually 15 months before I was born, so none of this is checking so out. Back then, Nurgle, when so when Planet of the Apes came out, then did you did that's when they called them talkies? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can feel the love. And when the did they add the dialogue later? Then because I swear I could hear them talking in that movie. It wasn't silent. So no talkies. Talkies can talk. That's the whole point. That's why they call them talkies. That was what was novel about. But it was before it was a new he was convenience. born. So I assumed that was only a silent era. But and I'm I'm really gonna freak your mind out. Not only was that a talkie, it was in color. Boy, That's advanced film technology, guys. That's advanced film technology. You know, if I'd have, yeah. if I'd have really thought ahead, I would have had a sound clip for that Charlton Heston line in that movie. Yes, you <laughs> I yes. think I, I should be fired for missing that. Well, there's a couple of good ones you could have used from that movie. Yeah, it's a lot of good. Yeah, uh, but none of them is like none of them is as iconic as "Get your hands off me, you damn dirty apes." 
Yeah. I know the yeah. final yeah. line when he says you did it, you actually did he, it. He blew, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. There's that one too. Yeah. So there's a couple. Those are, those are the two big ones. Yeah. And by the way, if anybody wants to know, I put the uh, picture of Queen Victoria as an early 1900s pro wrestler in the off topic channel. The NSF off NS, yeah. NSFW off topic <laughs> stuff. It's awesome. Uh, so at least it would last a little longer for people yeah. to see it. And then and I much also, more Burt Reynolds but, in the Discord. Let's keep that. I also did also did one of Sigourney Weaver on the set of Star Wars as if she was in the movie. And uh, <laughs> both uh, that one turned out really good. Yeah. Both of the Mooney at movie anniversaries are about time travel. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Those are fantastic. Yeah, they both are. Pictures of Sigourney oh, Weaver oh in God, Star yes. Wars costume Those in the makeup amazing. chair, like it's a like it's a <laughs> candid on set photo- photograph. That was the prompt I used. Yeah. I said on set on set photos. It's of so Sigourney good. Weaver in They're Star Wars, fabulous. and then with the year. Except, I mean, she's she's basically age appropriate too for uh-huh. when, for 1977. Yep, that's why I chose her. Oh my God. Isn't but AI I mean, they art didn't, getting they, ridiculous? But that's the thing. Like the AI was like, "Well, I'll use this, you know, Sigourney Weaver when she was younger, right?" Oh my god. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. I didn't even say a, a Sigourney Weaver right. age this. I just, I just put the year, and yeah, that's what it came up with. Yeah, that's pretty great. AI okay, destroy guys, us all. let's 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 tie a bow on this thing. All right, um, I'll do yeah. the robot voice. Hold on. Oh, all right. Well, I, I <laughs> thanks everyone for listening and all that business. And uh, apparently, the robot voice is incoming. Oh, I, it's going to happen any second. Any now. second. I swear. I still picture him going to a drawer, digging around, looking for the voice. <laughs> <laughs> if you like this show, please rate and review on your podcast player, which helps people find this show. Join us on Discord at discord.io slash loosecrews and check out the merch store at loosecrewsed.com for mugs, t-shirts, hoodies, and more. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash loosecrewsed. Thank you for listening. I'm sorry, Ching. I can't do that. Okay. I think it's great that 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 robot voice causes Teflon to have that cadence as well. That's pretty great that it's able to do that. It's very good. It's very well. I honestly, he could be digging around a drawer in a drawer for that voice because it sounds like somebody who's had a what tracheotomy or whatever, or they got to use the vibrating thing on their neck. Sounds like like a throat mic. Yeah. Don't smoke, or you'll sound like this. You know, that's what I'm picturing now. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. All right, well, thanks for What exactly for... are you trying to imply? <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me, Chig, Nurgle, Teflon, and Data, who had to step away. Um, and, yeah, that's uh, that, that's going to do it. Uh, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, I started we'll, watching episode nine the other day because it was on TV. It's really fucking bad. Just I'd end the show with oh that. Oh, my God. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm not going to end See? the show with that because I wanted to play one more sound clip. Oh, all right. right. Let's play one more sound clip. Bye-bye. Okay. I've been stabbed. I've been hit by chairs. I've been beat up. That's where it ended. Is that it? (laughs) Is that it? (laughs) Disappointed! (laughs) (laughs) 